Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to just take a moment and say thank you for taking time to tune in with us today for just a few minutes as we're studying, studying God's Word together. We've been looking in the Gospel of St. Mark for some time now, and today we're going to be looking at a couple of verses here in Mark's Gospel, chapter number 10. We'll be looking at verse 21 down through verse number 22 as we're studying on the subject of the rich young ruler. And uh, there's a lot of lessons to be learned as we study uh, the Bible. And this is one of the lessons, is a very sad lesson, if you will, uh, of a young man who uh, seemingly had the greatest opportunity in all the world and missed it. As we remember, as we began reading in verse 17, and we read down through the way Jesus had made his way out into the into the path or the roadway, and no doubt there were great crowds that were following after Jesus. And then all of a sudden there came one running to Jesus and kneeled before him and asked him a question, good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Now it's possible that the young man saw Jesus and heard him as well as he was speaking uh, to and about the children that he had lifted up in his arms and he taught that the kingdom of God if a person were going to heaven, they must come as a little child. In other words, humble. And as we're looking at our text, this young man came running and kneeled before Jesus. And he gave him the title, good master, a good teacher, good rabbi. And that was a title of respect. There's no question uh, the man's motives were pure and honest. He he wanted to know about eternal life. And we've learned as we've studied this section of scripture that eternal life in the kingdom of God is simultaneously, or it's actually very similar to the same meaning in the eyes of the Jewish people. But as we see this young man, we notice that, that the Bible says that Jesus asked him a question and he said, uh, why do you call me good? There is none good but God, but one, and that is God. 
And that's very true uh, because men had the misinterpretation of thinking that uh, maybe just because you're religious that you're good. Let me say this. There is none good, no, not one. All our righteousness are as filthy rags. And we need to accept that and believe that. And, and we have to only evaluate our own self to come to that conclusion. And Jesus was very straightforward with him. And he said to him, you, you know the commandments. And Jesus listed the commandments. He said, or part of them from the, actually from the second table of the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not kill, and do not steal, do not bear false witness, defraud not, and honor thy father and thy mother. And the young man gave a, an assessment of his um, way of living. He said to Jesus, he said, Master, teacher, I've, I've done all these things. I've observed the commandments from my youth. And uh, then Jesus looks at him and and we're going to we're going to look right here in verse 21. And there's where we're going to pick up today in verse number 21 of Mark 10. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, first of all, I want you to notice with me, number one, the loving one. You see, Jesus looked at him. Jesus saw beyond his exterior. Jesus saw all the way into the depth of his heart. And Jesus knew all about this young man. No doubt this young man was sincere in his efforts. And anyone who is reasonable would think about eternity and they would want to inherit eternal life. And I hope and pray that you know that you have eternal life in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I don't doubt the sincerity of this young man, but I marvel in the fact that Jesus looked at him. But not only did Jesus look at him, but our text says Jesus beholding him loved him. You see, Jesus loves all men. Jesus' love is perfect and pure. Jesus' love is for all people. And here was no doubt a young man who had tried with everything in him to keep the law. He had tried to be a good son. He had tried to honor his father and mother. He had tried uh, all these other things to not kill and not steal and not to bear false witness. Neither had he uh, committed adultery. He said, I've, I've kept all the commandments from my youth and onward. And Jesus just looked at him with love and compassion. And then not only do I see the loving one, but secondly, this morning, I see the lacking one. And the Bible says, verse 21, and I want you to notice with me again, then Jesus beholding him, loved him and said unto him, one thing thou lackest, go thy way and sell whatsoever thou hast and give to the poor and then shalt have treasure there and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come take up the cross and follow me. So here it is that Jesus says you lack one thing. Just one thing is all you lack. You're so close to the kingdom of God. You're so close to obtaining eternal life. What was it? 
Did he have to give up everything that he possessed? Well, Jesus commanded him to do that, and he told him to do it, but that is not salvation. Jesus is driving home something even greater. He's getting at the root of the young man's problems. And let me say, certainly the possessions that he had was part of his problem because he didn't want to let go of the world. Go and sell your possessions. Jesus told him to go and sell it all and give it to the poor. And then Jesus said, and take up the cross and follow me. Now, I imagine to, to the young man, that was very, uh, very uh, dis, dis, disconcerting. He was, he was very, uh, dis, he was concerned about this. And as Jesus told him, he said, you need to give that which you have to the poor and then take up your cross and follow me. And so the one thing that the young man lacked was that he had possessions, but yet his possessions had him. For he loved the world and the things of the world more than he loved the thought of going to heaven when he died. The pleasures of sin is many, and the world is an alluring place even today. We see the loving one, the lacking one, and if you'll notice with me in closing, I see the leaving one. In verse number 22, the Bible says, And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved, for he had great possessions. Now we see a young man departing from the Lord Jesus, the presence of God in the flesh, and he was sad. Could you imagine standing before the Son of God, God in the flesh, eternal God, the creator, the giver of life, the keeper of life, and yet what he commanded you, you could not do, and it brought you to the greatest of sadness. And this young man was sad. And notice this, he left in sorrow. The Bible says, and he was sad at that saying and went away grieved. He had sorrow. And here's his reason for going, for he had great possessions. And let me say this, not only did he have great possessions, but his possessions had him. If you think about it with me. The Bible says the one thing that he lacked, and it teaches us as we study the whole context of the scripture, the one thing that this young man lacked was that he did not love God more than the things of the world. In Matthew 22, verse 37, down through verse 40, I'm going to read those verses in closing. I see our, our time is coming on this morning, but I want you to listen carefully. Jesus says these words in Matthew 22, verse 37, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And then in verse 40 of Matthew 22, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. In other words, Jesus is saying, and the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy chapter six is where Jesus is quoting from in here when he's talking about how we are to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our mind. That is the great commandment. And the second great commandment is just simply to love our neighbor as ourselves.
lives. And if we do that, we're going to love the, 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 our neighbor, we're going to love God first, and we're going to love God greater than we love the things of this world. But the problem that this young man had, and Jesus hit the nail on the head when he said the commandments to the young man that he did, all the commandments that Jesus spoke were commandments that dealt with man's responsibility to man. You see, Jesus didn't list the ones that dealt with God. Why was that? Because this young ruler already had a God and it was his possessions. He had something that he had placed before the Lord God of heaven. And can I tell you, it's wrong for us to do the same thing. If there is anything in our life that we put first place before God and our love for him, then my friends, we have a little G-O-D in our life that we need to get that fixed. We need to love him with all our heart, with all our mind, and with all our soul. And if we'll do that, we'll never leave him sad. We'll never walk away sad from him. And we will never leave with sorrow in our heart. Because if we love God the way we should, we'll love our fellow man. We'll love our neighbor. We'll love our family. We'll love our spouse. And we'll love even the sinner if we love God the way we should. And that's what the whole message is that Jesus is trying to drive home. He's really not interested in the possessions the man has. Neither is he interested in your possessions as well. But he is interested in the position that you hold his father and him in in your life. May God bless you today. I hope and pray we can take these simple truths, apply them to our, evaluate ourselves and see where we stand in the light, in the context of the scripture. May God bless you. Lord willing, we'll be back again for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time. And until then, this is Pastor Donnie Shoemate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina, bidding you a great day. God bless you is our prayer. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe.